Hello everyone, this is Amanda of Soul Rays Astrology Forecasts, here to revolutionize astrology for your ascension process. This is your astrological forecast for the week of September 15th to the 22nd. Woo! I want to say, like every time I begin a podcast, I always want to talk about how intense these times are, you know, um, especially being inside this Mercury shadow period, something that happens in its orbit. It's so intense right now. Like, ah, it's definitely proving to be interesting. I am getting tired of saying the word intense. I need to find a new one because at times life feels heavy exhausting, exhilarating, creative, and then, you know, most important, illuminating. These are very illuminating times we are finding ourselves in. And it's very interesting as I'm recording this. This is Thursday, September 16th. Usually I record my podcasts either Tuesday or Wednesday. And I have this whole thing written up for Wednesday. And then I received the divine guidance to erase all of it. <laughs> erase it all because that is not the message that wanted to come through. The messages that came through at that time were for me on a personal level. And I know it would not have resonated for the majority that listen to this podcast. So I'm throwing that all out and I'm giving you a new one. And what I want to say in this podcast is that we're all being shown these swift changes. You know, these swift changes are happening around us and within us. It feels like a lot. We are so overwhelmed. It is an understatement. And it's, it's interesting because things are going really great in my own personal life and things might be going great for your personal life. However, in the back of the mind, there is this feeling of overwhelm because even if we don't realize it, these transits in conjunction with our higher selves in conjunction with source consciousness, we're, we're all having these internal changes going on and we're being rearranged right now. Even if we're not conscious of it, it's happening. So it feels like a lot. Right now, we know what to draw our attention to. We know now what needs to be done and many are doing it. Rest is needed. Relaxation is needed. So many personal revelations for ourselves and the collective are coming through. Connections with parallel lives are weaving their way in to the now moment for us, with us. These lives that are coming in now to be witnessed have a treasure to offer. 
skills, talents, personality traits, all of it is being woven into this fabric of quantum reality, all for me, all for you, all for us. So September 17th, Friday, Venus Day. <laughs> wow, on Venus Day, we have a Venus transit. Venus in Scorpio is squaring Saturn in Aquarius. This is heavy energy. Alert, 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 heavy energy. Saturn in Aquarius seeks to constrict, bind, and control. This is the, the lower vibration of Saturn in Aquarius. While Venus, even though she's in her detriment right now in Scorpio, wants to free us from the Punisher. And now the Punisher is always within, but we also see the punishing, the punish, oh the Punisher without. Because we're talking about Saturn, the Punisher will always come in the form of authority. So governments, okay? Governments, if there is somebody above you in your job, it's whoever is in your mind above you, which is another thing that's being reworked is that nobody, nothing is above anyone or anything. So anyway, with the Aquarius objectivity of detachment, it can lead us into dissociation from our emotions. So when Venus comes into Scorpio, it can be a trying experience. It can be challenging because Venus is like rattling the cages of our emotional bodies with these Scorpio vibes. Scorpio likes to shake things up within the emotional body. It draws out the poisons that limits our potential, that limits our power. Because Scorpio is about power. You know, it's not just about the phoenix rising from the ashes for a um, metamorphosis, like grand transformation. Scorpio is about learning about power, the power structures of what we are now calling the old paradigm, what we're calling the current times, right? We're seeing the power structures fall, but we are also learning about the power within us and where we have been giving away our power. What have we been giving that away to? And for many of us, it's about learning how to remember how to be in our power. So interesting to know, if you have Pluto in your natal chart, if you have Pluto in the fourth house, or if you have Pluto in the 10th house, you are somebody who, are, who has switched genders. So for me, I, had, I have Pluto and Libra in the fourth house, which means there's these parallel lives of mine that have been men that are playing a super important role for me in this time as a woman. And so this time for me as a woman is trying to bring that power from these past lives or parallel lives, I should say, into this experience as a woman in the here and now. 
So this is like one layer to what's going on here with Venus squaring Saturn. It's about learning how to do that divine alchemy between the feminine and the masculine and um, learning how we hold ourselves back, which is Saturn and Aquarius. Particularly in this moment of time with Saturn and Aquarius, the poison that Venus is drawing out of our emotional bodies could very well be something that's attached to technology and technology of all kinds. Like, you know, um, this is gonna be a little bit out there for many, but you know, I'm talking about energetic implants. I'm talking about physical implants. I'm talking about the 5G radiation. I'm talking about the, the lines of energy that our cell phones, the Wi-Fi, all this technology creates. We're being netted into electro smog basically like we're in this electro smog net and for many people they're coming up with um serious illnesses uh because their bodies can't handle all this radiation from the technology so it is my opinion that on Friday, Venus is starting um, to build a momentum to get us to get still, to get us to pay attention to where our bodies are calling us to look at. So you might get aches and pains in the body. Well, there's a reason for that. And there's a message for you in that. The body speaks to you. If there's something that we learned as we wrap up this, the Virgo season, is that the body has messages for us. And that when we allow our consciousness, Mercury, our mind, to hone in on these parts of our bodies that might be feeling inflamed, they might hurt, they might ache, there just might be something off, they might feel tight, right? Um, they might even make you feel overwhelmed, anxiety, you know, for a lot of women wearing a bra makes them feel anxious after a while, makes them feel like they're about to go into a panic attack because the bra, no matter if it's a wireless one or a wired one, lays on top of the liver meridians. And when the bra is on top of that meridian, it can, well, it causes a kink in the flow of energy it causes a kink in your meridians. It then causes um, emotional imbalances. So if you're ever feeling like the world is closing in on you and you're a woman and you wear a bra, I would say take the bra off and you will be surprised to feel how free and relaxed you feel without it on. But the main message here with Venus and Scorpio squaring Saturn and Aquarius is that there's um, a question, but I hear it as a statement. If you are willing to show up for this game of life, this week is a gift. The question is, are you willing to show up to the game of life? 
Are you willing to level up, power up? The gift that is being given to us all is the gift of presence. What arises in the now moment is a precious resource waiting to be used by us. Because in the present moment, we are always shown our greatest teaching. We are always given that message, the message we need to hear in order for us to move through a challenge or in order for us to learn something new about an experience we have, right? Because one, another thing I love about astrology is that it reminds me that life happens in a spiral, even though we've been conditioned to see it as linear, our lives are always unfolding in a spiral. And that when we try to live in a linear fashion, we always feel like we're going against something, like there's constriction. So allow yourself to spiral out with these energies and know that you can, you can bounce from point A to point C back to point B as long as you remain consistent with yourself in the moment. Hmm, that was interesting. <laughs> so we've got the next transit is full moon, September 20th, which is Monday, the full moon in Pisces. Mercury will be trining Jupiter. Jupiter is in Aquarius still. And the full moon is happening at 28 degrees on the Pisces-Virgo axis. So when we had the new moon in Virgo, it was the Virgo-Pisces axis. And now we're seeing the Pisces-Virgo. So it's flipped. So because I like to bring spirituality into my astrology, meaning I use astrology to connect myself with my higher self, which some people call the holy guardian angel of oneself. We have to, to look at astrology from above the mundane. It's interesting. We are divine beings having a human experience who have descended down from the heavens into this reality. And then as the divine being in human form, we are wishing to ascend in these physical bodies. And I feel the one way to ascend within the physical body is to incorporate our spiritual technology, the divine technology, the crystalline body, the crystalline chromosomes, the crystalline DNA strands that exists within that exists within us simultaneously to our carbon-based body so this full moon for me and i'm sure for many of you who are tuning in is about connecting to source consciousness there are many names for god whichever one you choose that is fine Everyone has their own choice. And I do have my own personal choices for the name God that I wish to keep 
out of this podcast because sometimes my personal choices for something so sacred, such a divine connection, can limit your own experience into receiving the messages that I channel from the planets. And it is my hope that in this podcast, this is a little side note, that you learn how to become a channel for God because we're all channels for God. We're all on this bandwidth of God. Each one of us is a a unique station. And with this full moon coming in, I feel that it's an opportunity for us to really dial into our own stations. So if you're an 80s kid like me, you would remember the radio where we use the dial to tune into our favorite FM radio station. And sometimes we had to use the antenna to, you know, move the antenna around to get the, the radio signal crystal clear. And so on this full moon, it's like, okay, the telomeres of your grand 12 DNA strand is coming out and feeling out into the field to act as an antenna, to attune just to your right pitch, to your unique radio station, to God. So being able to access source consciousness in such a clear and direct way. Yeah, that's what I want to say. So, where Virgo was the servant to self. So with Virgo, it's about serving yourself to serve others. Whereas in when we were cloaked in religious dogma, it was about serving others and maybe serving yourself. It was like restricting yourself from receiving not allowed to receive you always have to give 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 serve 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 do 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 all for others never for you because if you did it for you you were seen as selfish however we have to remember that was that was wonderland that was the reverse world now we're coming into the real world and the real world says you must serve yourself you must lead yourself first for yourself than for others. You must give to yourself first because if you don't give to yourself first, how can you give to others? You won't have anything left to give if you're overworking, over-serving, always denying. So Pisces is that service to God, that selfless service to God that I'm serving because I love myself. I love my divine my divine God self. And I love God so much that I'm going to serve from this place of unconditional divine love. Because your connection to yourself and your connection to source is so great and so plentiful that now you have that energy to be able to move into this world and bless everything wherever you go. It's selfless. It's an energy that's always looking to expand more and more into the constant live streaming of divine, unconditional love. 
God is always live streaming to us her loving words of support and truth. Source consciousness has got our backs. We are all daughters and sons of the Most High here to spread the good word. We are all sovereign. We are all equal. We are all co-creating together as one. There is enough for all of us. Love and be loved, all in the name of love. On this day, imagine, daydream, what you want this next golden age of miracles to unfold as. What will it look like? How will it feel? And what will your role be in it? How will you interact with it? This is also a powerful moment for those who have Virgo present in their birth charts. When there's Virgo present in the birth chart, depending on where it is, if it's in the upper hemisphere from 10th house to 12th house especially, you might be a soul that was born into crisis, meaning these external events happen around you in order to stimulate you to go within. Because if you are either a Virgo native or somebody with a lot of, with a plentiful Virgo energy in the natal chart, it is very likely that you work a lot, that you devote a lot of your devotion. I said devote. You're very devoted to your work and to helping others so much that there might be a tendency to again, put everything and everyone before yourself. And then when you, you know, the end of the day happens, um, you feel exhausted and might be resentful because there wasn't any time for you scheduled in your day. And you might feel like you have no time to devote to the things that you want to do. So, if this is you, I would, in, what's the right word? I hate telling people what to do. I would say, give up the possibility of having to do it all, or at least be open to it. Allow the full moon to help you release this busybody habit. <laughs> that you want to release. Because if we're both honest, it's not what you wanna do. I have the moon in Virgo and I had to learn this lesson many, 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 many times over until it got to a point where I was so miserable that I had to make a change. So go within and understand what is causing the events that are unfolding in your life to happen. Don't look to it as you're a victim. Look to it as somebody who is empowering oneself to create the life that they have come here to live. Look to what needs to be healed and release it and give it to God. Whatever happens in external is a direct result of our inner terrain Personal inquiry is the most profound work we can do as an individual and as a collective. So after the crisis, which is Virgo, comes the divine power, which is Pisces. 
So this is a very potent time. This is a potent week to release all that you do not want to carry with you going forward. So, you know, and then harnessing the power within to put all this energy into the seeds that you've planted into this life that you want to grow and, you know, let your secrets out. Um, you know, what I mean by secrets is your deepest heart's desires, what you want to create in this world, who you want to be, where you want to go, who you want to do it with. Because the autumnal equinox, the fall equinox, as we say in America, is happening September 22nd at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's happening at zero degrees Libra. The sun is at zero degrees Libra. When the sun is at zero degrees Libra, that's when the autumnal equinox happens. And so happens that Mars is at five degrees Libra. So I'm saying let the pendulum swing begin. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys, Libra can be quite intense. And, you know, so September 22nd is the kickoff to Libra season. And boy, oh boy, where are my Pluto and Libra peeps? Please give a shout out <laughs> in the description or whatever it's called, the comment box. If you are a Pluto in Libra person, because you will resonate with what I'm about to say. Libra can often be a difficult mystery school to go through. It challenges us to let go of a lot of emotional attachments. It challenges us to let go of a lot of conditions. And it challenges us to embrace ego meltdowns. Specifically with the equinox, it's ushering in the winds of change. So at the time of equinox, our eternal focus switches to our lungs and our large intestines as we suit up and prepare for the cold season ahead. The primary motion that arises for the collective and of course for us on the individual is sorrow and grief. And this is due to the winds of change that whip through, they whip through our woods, they whip through our hair, they whip through our windows. It's ushering more and more and more change into our lives. Even though the planets are moving slow, when those, the winds of change from autumn roll through, it can get pretty wild because there's a lot of internal restructuring going on during this time. So when the equinox goes down, give thanks for your blessings, celebrate your blessings, celebrate the seeds that you're growing and planting and allow yourself to feel the loss. It's an interesting time. It's an, inter an interesting gateway. I can remember how autumn used to feel so depressing to me. This was because I had a lot of grief stored in my lungs and my gut from past experiences. 
and they, they needed to be released, but I didn't want to face them. So I kept ignoring them and it would get so bad. So as soon as the smell of cold air came through with the season, with the season change, it would initiate a seasonal depression within myself. But knowing what I know now, the depression was my body's way of showing me the things I needed to deal with, the things I needed to let go, the things I needed to heal. You know, and the one thing about when I say let go, when it comes to autumnal equinox or autumn in general, is allowing yourself to cry and cry a lot. So that's like the body's best way to get out the stored grief is to allow yourself to cry, to scream, to go through all of those layers of grieving. And then it gets to a point where almost all of it is gone. And then when autumn rolls around, you can smell the crisp cold air and not feel depressed because you've allowed yourself to release all of that that was making you sad. So this is why astrology transits are so special and important. They are important times, important points in time to show us that life is magic, that every willful act we have is a magical act and can yield big, bold results when we, when we release the fears to face them. Meanwhile, while this equinox is going on, we've got Mercury and Libra squaring Pluto and Capricorn. So this is a reminder, more work is needed to be done before the Mercury retrograde can begin on the 27th. So allow yourself release, release, release. You know, we've got the full moon, release, release, release. Autumnal equinox, celebrate and release. You know, allow yourself to take pauses and rest and really integrate and embody the teachings that these transits are giving to you because it's nothing unless like we can be aware of the lesson we can be aware of the experience but if we don't integrate it into the body then we can't really ascend with the body you know what i mean so i feel this period this week in time is about getting our ducks in a row for what's ahead so like Let's face it all now. Let's get the hard part over with now so that when winter comes, because there's a lot of um, potent transits, not that these haven't been, but winter, when winter comes, I'm seeing like fireworks, like big explosive transits coming through so that when those happen, you can kick back, relax, and celebrate the fact that you did all the hard work up front and that now you can rest and relax. It's like, it's like being a little kid, you know? Um, if you start your homework or like your big project, you know how teachers assign those big projects when we were little. If you started on your big project, as soon as you were assigned to it and you did a little bit 
of that work over time, you got to a point where you got completely finished and maybe you had a week or two before it was due. So you could just sit back, relax, rest, not worry that you weren't going to be able to hand it in on time. And I like to see the planets as our teachers and that we are the students and that this point in time is exactly like that. Have you started on your project? Have you been working on the project? If not, it's time to get started <laughs> and start working on the project. Because when the winter solstice comes around, you don't want to feel like you're going to have to rush, 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 rush to get it all done. You want to do it in small increments. And what I'm talking about, what get and what done. What is your soul's project for you in this life? Look to your Venus, look to your Mars, look to your second house, look to your sixth house, look to your 10th house. There you go. Go on astro.com and make your natal chart so you can see for yourself. It's free too. Um, so that concludes our podcast. If you're interested in receiving a reading from me, I do have a few spots left for December. They are 90-minute sessions. You do get a professional copy of your natal chart. You get a video recording and an audio recording of the reading as well which is, let me be clear, a one-on-one -on -one Zoom meeting. So it's you and I together in session as we dive deep into your needle chart. And let me say, it can be about anything that you are wanting to dive deep into. The, the readings are not limited, limited to one particular subject. We can cover whatever you are feeling called to explore within your life, within your partnerships, within your career, anything. So if you are interested in learning about my astrology readings, you can go to www.sovereignwitch.com backslash readings. The link will also be in the description box. I hope as all, always, every week, that you're always in the right place at the right time. Lots of love and many blessings. Namaste.